welcome to the Zadzooks Happy Hour, a podcast providing commentary on the latest in film, TV, games, and comics. My name is Todd Stoll, and I'm joined by 25-year veteran reporter covering pop culture, video games, and technology for the Washington Times, Joseph Zadkowski. So are you going to say anything about this movie, considering where I grew up, before we get into it? Do you, do you, do you want to comment on anything? You want to throw anything out there? Like... Well, so you're basing how good the movie is on, on the fact that it takes place in Vermont? No, I mean, I, I figured you were going to ask me, is that how Vermont State Troopers act? Well, do they? No. Of course not. Do you want to know where this movie was filmed? Rhode Island. Both of them. They can't even film it in the state. Meanwhile, Why? Because they couldn't afford it? No, I have no idea. The cops didn't care. They actually thought it was funny. I mean, okay, so... We're talking Super Troopers 2, two. the Indiegogo-funded... Uh, well, re- it f- yeah, it, they threw in $2 million. Of their own money. Fans. Fans threw in $2 million, and I think they threw in another 2 Plus, they got a little bit of love so from the studio. So the whole budget was $13.5 million. So they got money from a studio. Was this movie worth $13.5 Let me tell you something. The first movie, when you watch it, it's very much like a college final exam okay you know it's it's not it's very low budget so this is polished this is a lot more polished <laughs> than the other one this actually looks like a movie um the only they had brian cox in the last one who i don't know how poor, poor brian i don't know how they managed to get him to begin i, I don't with. know but essentially it's the cast is they had linda carter in the last one i heard but not in the first one you're sure brian cox was the only one who was in it well, in the featurette, she's saying she came back. You sure? Maybe she did another thing with them. I have no idea. I mean, I do not recall her being in the first one. Okay. Linda Carter plays the governor of Vermont. And it's the Broken Lizard troop um, who are returning as Vermont state police officers. And the premise of this movie is that there is a disputed... Uh, area in canada which they have determined that the the border stakes have she been she is in the first one as what the as governor the, oh, i don't remember that at all <laughs> i mean that just goes to <laughs> what show does you. that tell you i mean that's the first movie was pretty bad um jim gaffigan was in the first and the second movie and his his part was pretty decent in the first one and the second one was not very good i i did laugh a couple times at this especially with the bear uh, the bear was uh, pretty funny, uh, but otherwise, not really. It was a ton of fart jokes, a ton of jokes, crotch kicking, crotch kicking, uh, a lot of um, sexual innuendos. Just in general, kind of like your lowest brow you could possibly go for. Now, obviously, this movie did well enough because they are already underway on writing Super Troopers three. <sighs> So clearly, the studio. Uh, my understanding is, is they made pretty good money back. They on made this. thirty-one million dollars mm-hmm. on this movie. Yep. Who? And think about it: of the thirteen million dollar budget, two of that was from the fans. Right. Another so they two don't of have it. To pay those back. I think came from Broken Lizard, which right. meant really the studio put in eight. Right. And they got thirty-one. Now, granted, you've got to pay the guys right. back their money, but still. That's crazy. And the third movie, they've already said they're not going to ask fans for money. Oh, that's nice of them. That's nice of them. Um, but I don't know where they go from here. It was crazy. They had. They had. Uh, they can only go up. There's. I, there's nowhere else to go. I don't know. Um, 
you had asked, you had told me that you thought this movie could give Masterminds a run for its money. And I will say this, it is, it is not a very good movie, but when you compare it to the first one, this is like Lawrence of Arabia compared to the first one, which is Oy. like somebody shot with crappy night vision and you watched it and you were confused. I had my parents with me when we watched the first one and it was embarrassing at times because of how lowbrow it went. And it was just shot poorly. Right. It was just a, not a great movie, but it's got a huge cult following. Why? They're big on marijuana. There's a lot of <sighs> drugs going on. I didn't see that many. In the first movie. Okay. In There's the nothing going on in the second as far as that Other is. Other than right? the fact that uh, uh, the main one of the main guys takes like female hormones. Right. Okay. Well, And that was just a plot line that didn't really even need to be in the movie right so is it as bad as masterminds you know it's so hard to say because that okay. first one was bad so i guess from the level of star power it's not as bad because they had they had the Rob gold Lowe. standard in masterminds yeah in theory yeah. right mm -hmm. they had everything they had zach owen wilson Kristen wig kate mckinnon and I, I mean, didn't, there was no point in failure there. I didn't laugh at that movie there. once. This one, right. I at least laughed because there was a bear. And the bear was chasing down the, the fat trooper and into a portalette. And, right. You know, there was my Three Stooges and moment. shenanigans ensued. Yeah, and there was my Three Stooges moment. Right. And I went, ha! You know, so right. I laughed once. So I got to say, not as bad as it. Now, how would I rate this? It's a solid D. 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 I don't even think it makes my rating. Well, it can't be it can't be an F because that's Master where Masterminds Minds and, and lives. Fine. So where's F plus? Got to go D minus then, right? <laughs> I guess. So, not a great movie. I watched it once. Would never watch it again. Would never buy it. It's there. I'm glad the fans got what they wanted out of it. It was pretty cool to Is watch. Is Rob Lowe getting no projects? Nothing. He's a I funny mean, comic actor. I will say it was the. Did you watch the featurettes at all? Oh, so I watched. You, you mean the forty-minute featurette on the making of the movie? Well, what I thought was interesting with that was at least they showed that of the people who donated to a certain level, they were there yeah. and they took the time. It wasn't just give us money. You know, they really legitimately brought people in for a day. There were a lot of people who were extras. So I mean. In that case, it was a bit of a fan film too, which is fine. I actually, I actually thought that was really interesting how they did bring people in like that. Um, but yeah, it's just not a very good movie. So, guess what? We'll be reviewing, or at least I will be watching because I'm a glutton for punishment. I will eventually watch Super Troopers <laughs> three when it comes out. So there you have it. Yep. I'm yep. <laughs> That's nothing it. I can say. Nothing else. Pretty much left speechless on this one, right? Right. Brian Cox, you're such a good actor. And you know what's so funny? In the featurettes, he's like, I can't believe they got me to do this again. How right. stupid am I? Right. And I and he didn't really look like he was joking. They probably paid him a lot of money. Well, you got a $13 million budget. You kick a million at him, think, considering was, that they had no location. Did they have any special effects? I mean, they, they crashed a couple cop cars. 
the scene where <laughs> the guy's wearing infrared goggles. Oh, and the, the and then they're farting. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, that could be considered a special effect. I mean, or you could just put the filter on the camera and yeah. let it ride. I mean, I don't. But you still have to. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There was really nothing, right? I mean, they had to get some horses because they're portraying right. mounties, right? And a bunch of fabricated pills, which were probably like Pez candies of some kind. So not really, but. Whatever. It looked better than the first one. That's all I'll say. The first well, one is rough. That's uh, that's high praise for that that's thing. That's high praise, I guess. All right. Well, you know, I don't think anyone else felt any differently in the review process. It was pretty <laughs> woof. So, um, all right. So, which one do you want to jump into now? We got two more. Go ahead and do the um, uh, Christopher. Chris, the, you want to do Christopher? Okay, yeah. Christopher Robin. I got nothing, but I'll listen. Okay, so I went and screened... Christopher Robin in theaters. Christopher Robin it takes the original Winnie the Pooh concept, but takes it where Christopher Robin has grown up. And the kind of mo- like Hook, sort of. Yeah, um, the beginning of the movie start. The movie starts where it's Christopher's last day in the Hundred Acre Wood, and they're having a party for him, and they're all worried that he won't remember them. Um, because he's going away to boarding school. And then you see... And these are stuffed animals. And these are talking stuffed animals. Okay. And they actually do look like the original Winnie the Pooh that, that... But in Winnie the Pooh, the cartoon, they're not stuffed animals. Or are they? I think they are. You're right. Um, are. But these, I mean, the CGI... We'll get into that in a second. So at any rate, you, f- you follow Christopher Robin growing up. And eventually he fights in World War II... And he's being shot at, and there's buildings exploding. Eventually, he becomes—I um, can't really recall what exactly he does—but he works for a luggage company in, in London, <laughs> really? and he is like the head of the department, um, and he's responsible. the The owner's son has basically told him he needs to cut twenty percent of his department, or they're going to shut the whole thing down. And, okay. and he is married and has a child and he pretty much neglects them because he's so focused on his work and it creates a divide. And then one day Winnie the Pooh shows up in London because he's come through the magical door from the Hundred Acre Woods and finds a grown Christopher Robin and hilarious. Out of work? No, he's working, okay. but you know, and, and he acts like a bear that's not very smart and you know, goes into his house, falls asleep, breaks a bunch of china, is looking, walking around with honey covered all over him and walking on floors and getting stuck to carpets. And so Christopher Robin takes him back to his original home to bring him back to the Hundred Acre Wood because the reason Winnie the Pooh is there is he can't find his friends. They're all missing. So he helps him find his friends and in return eventually gets this epiphany that maybe I'm missing out on things with my family. And so eventually the family finds out that these stuffed animal, talking stuffed animals exist. Right. And have been monopolizing his time. And um, and he, basically they follow him to London so he can give a presentation as to what he's going to do. And he essentially says, we shouldn't do anything. Everyone should just, you should give people time off so that they can buy luggage and go on vacation. And then he, the end of the movie is, is he and his family. Are you just blowing the whole yeah, end of I the am. movie? I am. Wow. I'm blowing the whole thing. And spoiler the, alert! And the this whole thing is spoilers. If you haven't caught that on, uh, caught on by now, forget it. 
But the end of the movie is he and his family are in the Hundred Acre Woods. They're having tea with all of these stuffed animals. And he turns into a stuffed animal? And no. Okay. Damn. Um, and he tears their heads off and runs them There off. it is. Okay. No. Um, and he has a poignant ending with Winnie the Pooh, saying that he wishes he had never left him kind of thing. And this is not a companion piece to Goodbye, Christopher Robin? No, not at all. Which is a serious biographic so, drama? So I will say this. The CGI on this thing, phenomenal. Mind-blowing. The individual furs on the stuffed animals are moving. The way they're dancing about, it's very... It's, it's not Roger Rabbit in terms of animation, but you had that reaction from the kid and the two adult actors as these things are moving around them. They're at many times holding on to all of them at once. People think they're stuffed animals, but they're su- slightly moving, and their heads are moving, and their expressions and everything is just so like flawless it's it's unbelievable right to see it they just did such an exquisite job with it ewan mcgregor is pretty is pretty decent in it but the the cgi is just literally the thing that takes this movie to the next level is so well done just unbelievable and did the older boys like it or fall asleep during it uh one was sick um the other one liked it and my daughter loved it so Okay. I I mean, listen, it's a solid movie. It's a solid. I mean, Disney's doing all these live actions now. You know, right. The, the next one is. It's not. It's Dumbo. Dum- Dumbo looks yeah. pretty good. Dumbo actually. looks pretty good. So I mean, they're doing it and they're doing it right. And <clears throat> and uh, the only criticism I have was there was one voice that did, just didn't sound right, which was Piglet, which was an octave too deep, too too low. They could have even added modulation or something to the voice to make it a little bit higher pitched. Right, but otherwise, Brad Garrett was your crushed it. Um, you know, just all in all, it's a pretty solid movie. Give it like a B plus, A minus, pretty decent. You know, it'll come out. We'll review the special features, but I'd love to see how they made some of it. Right, just because it has to be difficult when you're holding a teddy bear and you have to react to it not doing anything. Because my understanding is is that they did have stuffed versions of these things, mm-hmm. but then they somehow animated them. So it was very cool. Cool. All right, so. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We're going to do part one of of Avengers Infinity Wars with what we have seen and have not seen so far. We've reviewed this before, right? Uh, No. Okay. No, we've sort of briefly talked about it, but not collectively. So we'll do that and we'll be back. Communities Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com, that's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I news.com, and support the next evolution in news. Why are you going to have problems with Venom? The trailers just look too good, all right? I don't, I, you know, they look really good. You think it's just that every tra- <laughs> the trailer has all the good parts in the movie? And I, that's it? I, I hope not, although... Somebody already ruined the movie for me because they took a screen grab of Venom, you know, as Venom, yeah. and they put googly eyes on him, and it was ridiculous. So it was hard to... And now it's now it's I can't take it seriously anymore. Um, so, do you think they're eventually going to introduce Venom versus Spider-Man? Spider-Man? They have to, right? Yeah, I don't. But think... is Venom part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? In what way? Like as a villain? Well, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is pretty specific on who the characters are and mm-hmm. what's in it. I don't know if Venom's outside that because of Sony Pictures. Yeah, but then again, I mean, 
He could Spider-Man. be. Spider-Man. The question is, is would Venom be able to hold up with Spider-Man's new uh, suit, the new suit that he has? And knowing Spider-Man could call Tony Stark at any time? Well, we'll see if yeah. what's going to happen with Tony Stark at the end of Avengers 4. <clears throat> I guess, right? Right. So speaking of Avengers, nice segue into that. We're... Um, you are about what halfway through the director's commentary of it, but you—I didn't even start it yet. Okay, so we've—I le- just watched the movie again in 4K. And did, did you love it? Loved it. Okay, loved it. Loved it. Um, so my uh, youngest son watched it, and I think there's a, there's at some point there's an age where they just can't quite wrap their heads around how many people are in this movie. Because why, he it, just started drooling? Well, because it just sort of jumps back and forth, and he's like, wait, why Why are they in this movie? I'm like, yeah, they're a part of it, too. You know, like when the Guardians show up? Right. He's like, what are they doing in, in this? And I was like, yeah, they're they're all a part of the same thing. And he's like, really? So it was a little, it's sort of, yeah, I think it was a little bit of, like, overload, <laughs> just because of how many people are in this movie. I mean, this movie grossed over a billion dollars, right? <laughs> like two billion? Two three, billion. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it's... Wait to, for the Blu-ray release on the 14th. This thing is going to shoot to number one and sit there for weeks. And it's hard to do a movie like that with that many plot threads and that many characters. So the Russo brothers, gosh, yeah, that's not easy. I, normally, I scoff when there's two people involved directing a movie right. most of the time. Right. Like, I think you kind of needed it here. This, is, this is warrants it. And the, the, there's a few things that I read, sort of researched on after the fact, and apparently they purposefully did not use the Avengers music that much in this movie mm. because they were never really assembled. They were sort of all dispersed in various locations. Right. Um, I think my favorite part of the movie has to be the fight between Bruce Banner and the Hulk and how the Hulk won't come out and how he's just it's, it is funny arguing with him. My favorite comic book moment, which I'm going to butcher because I have none of the terms in front of me, is when the um, the dwarf, who's not really a dwarf, it's like a, a giant, dwarf, it's like a giant, dwarf. a giant dwarf, mm-hmm. is trying to smelt a new um, weapon for Thor. Yes, the axe. That is so Jack Kirby, Stan Lee, to watch. It is unbelievable. That's I think of the whole sequence. That's my favorite scene. That's like a movie in of itself. Yeah. The f- when they smelt it, the fact that Groot is involved. Yeah. But wh- that, that would be right out of Jack Kirby's playbook with Stan Lee and, and a Thor, the, Thor comic. And there was, it was interesting. So one person said that obviously Groot must be as strong as Thor because he can pick it up. But I was like, well, but the hammer, I don't, I, so like, I don't. I don't think. I don't think Stormbreaker th- has the same magic of it. But it's pretty awesome. It is. I mean, it's yeah. very cool. I think um, Teenage Groot is very good, although not really used. Uh, Rocket Raccoon is really the only one who is kind of consistent throughout the movie right? from sort of start to finish. He's there quite <clears throat> a bit which I'm sure Bradley Cooper loves because that's a paycheck and he never has to show up. Right. Which is great. Right. Um, I think there's still a lot of backlash over what they had um, Star-Lord do in this movie. 
people yeah. are pretty angry with that character. Okay, well, you know, it's a character. It's a character. They, they, it's I, a moment. I also think people are angry because his reaction in the first two Guardians movies has never been that sort of, you know, he's always sort of like blustered his way through everything, and, right. you know, sort of, but it was a very definitive decision that he made and people didn't like the writing around it. But even when you introduce the Guardians, you've got their music playing. Yeah. I mean, when you're on Wakanda, you've got that music playing. Right. So they did a good job of it. My only criticism of it is that there are times where um, Thanos sort of breezes through to get one of the Infinity Stones. Like it's just... Like it's a piece of cake? It's like a piece of cake. And then there are other times where it's like nothing. And then eventually when he has most of them, the beatdown that he puts on people is... It's just like, all right, I mean, thanks for showing us that he's as strong as anyone ever will be. Um, I don't know where they take the next movie. They got a lot of characters that they've got to revive. We're not going to spoil who's dead and who's not. And even if they use the stone to um, go back in time, I don't think that clears up the problem. Mm -mm. So I'm still not sure how they're going to do this. I think they use the soul stone. Oh, to just resurrect individual? Mm Mm-hmm. Until they can formulate a plan to reverse everything, or at that point, okay. Doc- but to get the soul stone, how are they going to do that? Well, he's not. And now it, the I, I glove. Don't wanna, I don't want The glove is off at the very last. No, scene. No, it's not. He's not wearing it in the last scene. He's not wearing it. I don't believe you. I don't think he's wearing it. He's wearing a crushed version of it. Okay, maybe he maybe, was. But I, I, I'll go back now and look. Yeah. While I'm watching the director commentary. So, so here's. Here's one question that I have. I'm going to give away one character that that fades away because it's relevant to my question. Everybody knows this. Okay. Everybody so, on the planet. So Doctor Strange, when he fades away, right? does his cape fade too? Does the cape die? Or is the cape uh, there? I don't know. Do you remember seeing him go I, with yeah. the cape on? I don't know if the cape disappeared or not. Because at this point, you've got Tony Stark and you've got Nebula... On Titan, and that's it. Right. Theoretically, unless the cape is there. And then on Earth, you have Black Widow, Captain America, Captain America Thor, um, Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner, and who is the, who's Don Cheadle, War Machine? War Machine made it. He made it. Okay. And then you have, um, what is what is Danae or Danai from Walking Dead? What's her character's name? In in oh gosh, I don't know. Yeah, she's she's alive. Is she? Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's, I remember that's, that. Yeah, so she okay. and that's it. That's all you see. So you have to assume. But then they've already confirmed that Hawkeye is coming in, but he's coming in as a new. He's coming in as Hawkeye, but he's using a new name, and I can't think of the name of it. Okay. And then Ant Man and the Wasp are in the next one. Okay. So, and we already know there are movies lined up, so Spider-Man will be resurrected. Obviously, Black Panther will be resurrected. Guardians. Pretty confident all of the Guardians have. They all signed a note. If they can find a director. Yeah, well, they've all signed a note saying that they support, even though right. Disney's not going to rehire James Gunn, they support him, so clearly right. they're all back. The, the, well, James Gunn's available. Super Troopers 3. You know, home run. I'm, you know what? I could see him doing Deadpool 3. Yeah. If, yeah, easily. Y- y- maybe. Um, the only characters that I think are questionable would be Loki. 
Um, I, I don't see him coming back. I think he's. I think right. Tom Hiddleston is done. It's a kind of a weird way to kill a character off so quickly in the movie. It's pretty like what ten minutes yep. in. Yeah, but that's a great scene. It's a fantastic scene. Yeah. Um, but the movie's about Thor. I mean, when you when right. you break it down, you are it's Thor, and Thor is. And gonna, I think Thanos is one of the best villains I've ever seen. Mm-hmm on screen in a comic book movie, I period. Mean, if not any movie. And the thing is, is at times you feel for him. Yeah. You know. He and, thinks he knows what he's doing, and he has a definite... He's not just being yeah, evil. He's, he's, he's going, he's, I am really going to help the universe right. by doing this. He thinks he's... He and, thinks, and this is, needs to be done. Yep. And it, there's a point where he and cries. Isn't there some point where he actually did it and proved it on multiple planets? Yep. That look, if I cut the population in half, look what happens. Right. They wouldn't let me do it on Titan, and look what happened. Right. So, it's an impressive movie. It's a long movie. I'm not necessarily like sold on the f- best extras yet because there's like basically 30 minutes of featurettes that I've gone through. Some of them, and they're okay. The gag reel is bad. It's not interesting. The deleted scenes, uh, I've got through the one where um, Stark's uh, f- assistant, Happy, mm-hmm. is Favreau. in it. Yeah, and he's pretty funny. Yeah. Supposedly, that tell you why they cut him in the optional commentary. Oh, they do? Yeah. Um, but the, there's a director's roundtable that's an exclusive digital um, extra that has James Gunn in it. Yeah, they're all he, sitting around a table just because he's the executive producer and he apparently had oversight to the Guardian scenes. Right. So that's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Only because he has no idea. This was what's a coming. long. This was a long movie. The battle on Wakanda right. was so amazing. Right. How many extras do you think they had for that? I mean, I know a lot of it's CGI, but they still had to have a couple hundred people there. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. It was well done. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I, once you watch Civil War, you knew it was possible. So here's the question: How do they make Avengers Four better than this? What do they do? I don't, they can't. I think Avengers Four is going to be a It'll little be bit a, of a letdown. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how they do it. I mean, they're. I mean, Captain Marvel will be in it, right? That'll be fun, and that's going to be interesting. I. So did you watch the credit? Um, I, I didn't. I completely forgot that they had him in this because they always have him, and I just based on it. So, what's in the the credit? Really? Yeah. What's in the credit? So, uh, I'm waiting. Sam Jackson's character, oh Nick Fury, shield, Nick Fury, and Kobe Mulder, mm-hmm. well, whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. They're just driving in a car, and there's an accident in front of them in New York, and they get out and go, "What's going on?" And then she dissolves. And then he's standing there and he starts to dissolve, but he hits some device and hits some code on the device and the device falls to the ground as he goes away. And he's like, mother. And, and uh, there's a little emblem of Captain Marvel on the device shows up. Hmm. So we know that's happening. Well, we, we know that, that the outcome of this has been foretold. Doctor Strange is end game. Is We're play, in the end game. Is playing out the end game that will cause the defeat of Thanos. Right. So he knows what's going to have to happen. Right. Right. So 
clearly. Right. I mean, he knows, but now it doesn't because he doesn't exist anymore. Right. So and he's not talking. But you don't know if Wong is still around. That's true. You don't know if so. There was maybe anoth- he's protected in the mansion. So there's another voice in Tony's head, which is not Pepper Potts. Isn't that his Jarvis replacement? Is that who it is? Yeah. Okay, but you don't know if Pepper's alive. We don't. Nope, because he's on Titan. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of other characters that you don't know if they made it or not. Spider-Man's friend. True. The chubby little guy. Yep. So we don't know if he made it. I mean... Or or uh, Aunt May. Batman. Batman. I mean... He's far from... He's Superman. Done. He's totally done. Walking Phoenix. We don't know if he made it. No, we don't. Um, Once again, let's talk about how bad DC movies are. I hope... They had no idea what they were doing when they made that Justice League movie. I'll just throw that out there. Why did they only have four four characters? Just four. That's it. Because they couldn't do anymore. It was just too much. Clearly not. Too much. Clearly not. They, They need a Kevin... Fahey or Fahey or, or yeah, F E I G E or Fagey, Feig, Feig, Feige, whatever. <laughs> Kevin, Mister Marvel, right? They 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 got to do they got to do something. They they gotta they they're they're dying. Well, they got Aquaman. The the Teen Titans movie came out and that thing flopped. Well, did you really think the animated Teen why. Titans movie was going to be? I don't know why they would have done that. Well, you know, they got a streaming service, so we'll yeah. see what happens there. But really, speaking of that, my oh, one no. my one rant. Oh, the, and, and we know what's happening. I know where this is going. Star Trek. Jean-Luc. Jean-Luc Picard is only going to be on mini-series. CBS All Access, and that's it, and I am pissed off. I guess you're going to be buying CBS. Nope, I won't do it. But that sucks. Put that on regular network TV, right. man. Come on. It's it's his life after the Enterprise, right? Isn't that what they said? Wait a minute. I thought in the last episode of well, remember, Star Trek Generations, he was an old man, and he was losing his mind. Well, remember. And there were flashbacks. Is yeah, but, right? but remember, he's the last one was with Tom Hardy. That was his clone. It was uh, What are you talking about? The last movie... I'm not talking about the movie. I'm talking about the TV show. Well, Generations was a movie. Right. But the last episode, I don't know. But I, you saw the last... I mean, gen- all I know is that... Next Generation episode, Seth right? MacFarlane has half of the Next Generation crew either acting in or directing the Orville. Really? So they're all available. They could all easily show up. But to rob people of... Jean-Luc Picard and Patrick Stewart, a thespian of the arts, and put him on streaming is junk. I don't agree with it, but Disney's doing it next, and DC's doing it, so... Yeah, but Disney's going to put everything on their streaming service after it's been in theaters, right? theoretically. I don't think that they're going to just stop... And they got a ton of stuff. They're not going to stop putting stuff out on Netflix and other places. You don't think so? Nope, because I think the people will buy the rights for it. I think Disney is going to pony up and say, you want it on your service, you buy the rights. Right. But, I mean, there's too many services. You can't, you just can't, you can't afford them all. And, right. I, and, and as typical with Hollywood, 
They're just going to choke the golden goose again. Yep. Right? And eventually what's going to happen? There'll be one left. There'll be, you know, a couple really good ideas, and they're just going to bury them. Yep. It sucks. I'm so mad about that. When I saw that, I was like, come on. Come on. Why would you do that to fans? Because they know these fans are going to pony up the cash. Ugh. Right? Even if you buy a month just to watch the show, right? I think you get a month for free. And you get a month for free. That's true. So yeah. there you go. I would wait till it came out and they were all out and then I would do the month. And then I would, sign, watch I would every, sign up with a different email every time. Just take so I a could month walk. off of work. No, I could burn through it. That's the beauty of through it That's the beauty of of the one nice thing about all these streaming services now is you can download the episodes to your phone. Right. So like Netflix, I watch TV on my way into work and home. So I'll burn two episodes in one day. It's great. That's why I'm catching up on so much TV, man. All right. Okay. What are we doing next week? I know we'll have Avengers. It's part two of Avengers. Yeah. You got any, I don't. You got any other Super Troopers two point? I've got 2. a 5? Lego Flash movie. Which is, come on, man. Those are the only ones that are good. Really? In the entire DC universe. Yeah. This was not in I'll, theaters, though. You get to watch it. It was not in theaters, no. was it? And then they've redone Death of Superman again in a that. cartoon. Yeah, it's called... Um, Death of Superman. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then there's going to be a part two next year called Reign of Superman. So I'm going to complain about that next week. Well, you know what? If you want to find out new movies that are coming out, you want to find out all information about streaming services, yeah. things that are coming out, we've got a website. Really? We're starting to post on it on really? a daily basis. Wow. So you can check out- I need out, to look at that once in a while. You can check out Zadzook's Happy Hour. We're also pointing, uh, pulling in our archive of all 59 yeah. episodes. And it doesn't cost anything. And it's free. There's no streaming service involved. No, not yet. So Not yet. Eventually, we're going to charge you one cent- to listen to all episodes That's per right. month, and then that'll be that. Have you ever listened to Mark Maron's mm-hmm. podcast? Yeah, what, do you like it? WTF with Mark Maron? Yeah, yeah, it's all right. I'm on the fence with this guy. I don't know what I'm doing. He's he's great in Glow, I know. which I watch on Netflix. Mm-hmm. He's great because he plays a great curmudgeon. Mm-hmm. But I started watching his show on Netflix, and I'm just not there yet. He he's too nice. I mean, he's kind of psycho, but he's too nice. Yeah. I like him as a grump. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, except for ours. But I'm not podcasting with him. I'm just watching him exist in life. Yeah. He's got cats, and it's, yeah. it's like, I man. Mean, I mean, it's like the same thing with Joe Rogan when you watch his podcast or some of these other guys where it's in their house, and there's, like, random stuff going on, and it's like, there's a reason that these are meant to be audio, not yeah, video. It's very Larry David. It's, it's kind of like Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's a little distracting vibe. at times. So I mean, granted, I don't know. granted, you know, you'll hear something fall, and that's... I'm gonna I'm gonna watch some more. But this is a show; it's a mm-hmm. half hour sitcom, basically. I know. Judd Hirsch is in it as his dad. It, it's you know, all right, whatever. I'm off topic. It's all good, man. See ya. All right. So now that you've chosen the vanity paint and bathroom tile you still can't decide on the faucet let the home depot make that easier by saving ten dollars on the sleek modern moen genta faucet right now it's only 89 bucks how's that for easy choices the moen genta faucet now just 89 bucks during the winter kitchen and bath event at the home depot more saving more doing
Valid through March 24th, while supplies last.